capital can be used for improvements that benefit the public good and repaid via an assessment and through the property taxes of the underlying parcel that's being improved. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Landscape, the George Smith Partners monthly podcast. I'm Evan Kinney. I'm joined by my co-host, David Pascal. Very glad to have you. You can find our podcast at georgesmithpartners.com, links out to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and wherever else you can you look for uh, content. We're very glad and excited to be joined by Chris Robbins of Green Rock. Green Rock is a PACE lender. We'll let, we'll let Chris introduce himself on his platform. So nice to have you here on the show, Chris. Why don't you Thank give you. a quick background and we'll dive right into it. Um, uh, Chris Robbins, I'm with uh, uh, Green Rock uh, Capital and we are 100% uh, focused on providing CPACE uh, financing to the market. That's all we do uh, based up here in the San Francisco Bay Area. Um, yeah, so CPACE uh, is, stands for uh, Commercial Property Assessed Capital Expenditures. And so what, what it is is a financing uh, tool that is being utilized in the market today for new construction, kind of recapitalization and, and major upgrades of uh, commercial properties uh, and multifamily. Um, it's been around for, commercial pace has been around for a little north of 10 years. Um, my partner, Joe Euphrat and I have been in the industry since its inception. And so we've, uh, we've seen this grow from one state to now 41 states has uh, CPACE legislation that's been passed in, in one form or another. So it's it's really from a geographic standpoint in almost every single major market in the in the United States, um, and the financing um, is is really interesting. It's based on traditional assessment financing, which means that um, you know capital can be used for improvements that benefit the public good and repaid via an assessment and through the property taxes of the underlying parcel that's being improved. So that's generally kind of what what pace is. So before we get into like all the nitty gritty details, you know, we do we do a lot of deals here at George Smith every year. We we've done um, a number of pace deals. We do a lot of structured deals with multiple types of capital coming into the capital stack. One thing I've noticed, and I'll just hit the hit it right off the top here with a, a bit of a, the tougher questions. I've seen a lot of folks come in with some pretty distinct what appear to be misconceptions of PACE. Yes, mm -hmm. um, uh, probably both directions. They've been oversold or undersold. So can we right off the top here, clear up some of those common misconceptions so that we can have like a productive discussion on where PACE really does perform and how it works? Yeah, no, I think that's 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 a great point because there are um, a lot of different uh, uh, concepts in terms of what pace is in, in the market. And so some of the misconceptions and a lot of the conversations that we have with, with stakeholders run in terms of uh, where, where does pace sit in the capital stack? Um, uh, it is an assessment. Um, it sits on the tax roll. So we are, you know, pace is super senior to, to everything else. Um, so what that then gets Including into Including the first mortgage of the lender. Right. right. So the senior lender consent, I would say, is the biggest challenge that the marketplace right. has faced yep. over the years. And I think it's still probably the largest challenge uh, in the market where you, we've got 
a growing number of lenders um, that have uh, consented or acknowledged uh, PACE as part of a capital stack. And I believe PACE Nation just came out with um, a stat that said, you know, there's been north of $5 billion of CPAs financing in aggregate that have occurred in the market. And all of those financings have come with a lender consent. Exactly. Now, there's still a number of lenders out there that don't play with PACE. And um, I won't name names right now, but um, we, uh, we are, we're familiar with them. Um, you also have the agencies, Fannie and Freddie, uh, that are not PACE um, you know, friendly right now. And so kind of the, the, biggest, the, the biggest thing that we found and that we do, and I think some of our peers do in the market, is really understand the transaction, the needs of the, the stakeholders around the transaction, and you know, uh, come up with a, is there value here for all the stakeholders to utilize PACE? And if there is, then the consent will fall in place and you know, we move forward, but that's not always the case. Um, another misconception is that you know, PACE replaces equity uh, or a lot of the equity. And you know, while PACE has, a, has you know, a tranche of the capital stack, and typically we're seeing senior and PACE be you know, 65 to maybe right. 75% of the capital stack, you know, we've we've heard out there from others that oh, somebody was saying it could go to ninety percent, and you know that's not the something. Senior that, lenders are just not going to allow that. Yeah, they're, they're not going to. Got to be realistic. You got to be realistic. Yeah. Um, and you know, back to the senior lenders, I think one of the 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 biggest misconceptions there's a there's a list of lenders that is floating around out there. There's maybe three hundred lenders, and it purports to say these lenders have all consented. Now, that list is very um, misleading because while somebody within one of those lenders has consented to one deal somewhere over the last right. 10 years, it doesn't right. mean that they have a methodology that they're okay with PACE. Right. And so I, I typically stay away from that. So um, on that note, like talk about the last couple of deals you did and who, what the profile of the lenders were. Are you seeing debt funds or banks or who, who's, who are, are you doing deals with today? Yeah, so we, we, we just closed a deal in, uh, in Wisconsin. It was a ground up construction, um, the senior lender uh, regional uh, bank um, up there. Um, we closed another deal in Tennessee, a senior lender there was Central Bank out of uh, uh, Louisville. And you know they they really like pace and and I think we've done a number of deals with them. Um, we closed a, a large transaction about 172 million um, about six seven weeks ago, and that was a consortium of of lenders, you know, all Wall Street, you know, um, uh, groups. Um, and so it's 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 really from a lender perspective, it comes back to what are you asking of the lender to do and they're you know you're typically asking for a consent and before we even have those conversations we work with the sponsor work with you know george smith partners and, and your clients to determine how much pace is even eligible at the project level and then put some directional terms around that so when there's an ask to the lender it's around specific numbers and not a concept that um, hey, are you okay with pace in the capital stack? 
And so, you know, we put the work in and I'm going to say we and our other peers in the market, you know, uh, typically we'll put the work in up front so that everybody understands what is being asked. And from a senior lender perspective, you know, talking to the credit folks, you know, they're concerned with uh, coverage ratios. You know, uh, is this, am I going to be able to be taken out three to five years from now? And what is this going to look like with pace in the capital stack? Um, their, you know, uh, combined loan to value, um, uh, uh, drawn disbursement schedules. How is that going to integrate with, uh, with, with pace and the senior and equity? And so we cover all that up front and that typically will get to a pretty quick understanding from a senior lender perspective if it's going to work with that lender and pace so one we're not wasting a lot of time and where it does work and you know kind of back to the last few deals that we've closed um they've ranged from kind of new construction kind of filling uh you know 20 percent of the capital stack with a senior attaching at 45 percent you know ltc and we're 20 so it's 65 percent um, and then the reimbursement deals, uh, which we're seeing a ton of right now, and I think the market is as well. Um, what that means is in California and a number of other states, uh, an owner has the ability to look back three years and reimburse themselves for capital spent on pace eligible items. Yeah. And so, for instance, this transaction in Oakland was $172 million uh, mm -hmm. reimbursement and those dollars proceeds went to pay down the lender group and um, establish uh, debt service reserves for a period of time. Right. So it was accretive to the financing. That's critical. Yeah. And money already spent, found, you know, yeah, you found new money in the stack. Yeah. And and so that's that's the biggest trend that we're seeing in terms of how PACE is being used along with the new construction. And um, it's such flexible financing. So we can come in and uh, to, um, you know, mid-construction, just post-construction, but any pre-leasing of, of an asset and provide that reimbursement kind of look back. And if there's a construction loan that's coming due or has come due, um, uh, we have we we did the Casa Hotel in San Francisco about a year and a half ago, and there was a life company uh, that we you know paid down uh, 17, 18 million, and um, they they were thrilled because all parties were thrilled because they wanted to stay in the deal, you know sponsor relationship and and good transaction. It just needed some additional seasoning. Got it. Um, so on that deal. Um, from a pricing perspective, were you able to come in with a lower cost of capital than the existing group of lenders, or, or what was the main incentive for the sponsor to take the 172 million of, of capital and, and do that retro C Pace deal? Yeah, so typically we're seeing that Pace is pricing and and you know general pricing in the market. You know, you price off the the market prices generally off the 10-year Treasury, and then um, you know. Uh, a spread of anywhere from kind of 375 to 425. That's today. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of the 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 debt that's coming due, you know, was SOFR based and with a spread. And we're seeing that pricing north of where PACE can be provided today. Um, you also have uh with PACE, 
because it's an assessment and not traditional debt, there are no covenants, either financial or operational. And that's a big one. You know, if you can drop covenants, there's no recourse. You know, this pace really runs with the it's asset. Right? It's yeah, non-callable and, and it's non-accelerating. And that's a great point, kind of going back to the senior lenders that right. in the event of non-payment of a property tax bill, there can never be a balloon of the principal pace balance that shows and, up. And I'm assuming you guys have like some sort of long notice periods, cure periods and et cetera for a senior so that the senior lender should get comfortable with you. Right, being it, being there. Being there exactly. and like the senior lender, if necessarily, could step in and make the pace payment to, you know, as they're maybe taking some resolve against the sponsor. Yeah. And that's yeah. that's that's actually a really good point because um, you know, we're seeing that's how lenders are underwriting. In the worst case scenarios, what's our downside here? We're gonna have to, you know, cure the property tax and now this pace assessment. Um, PACE is also prepayable against a um, structured uh, prepayment schedule prior to mm -hmm. close. Mm -hmm. And that's important because again, back to what what's the business plan around an asset? If this is a new construction of a multifamily project, well, Fannie and Freddie, if there's gonna be a, an agency takeout down the road, we're, we are assuming that Fannie and Freddie are still not um, going to consent to PACE. So, that three, four, five years down the road, let's make sure that we can structure a prepayment yep. schedule that's appropriate to the deal. Totally makes sense. Um, I think that all makes a ton of sense. Let's let's talk, just tell us about like a construction deal or two and uh, you know, where you're kind of getting to in the stack and, and where our senior lender is getting right. to in the stack and and like from the from ground up where you both start at the same time yeah so we're um we're working on a couple of those transactions right now it should be closing in the next few weeks and um first and foremost really important that everyone's on the same side of the table so we work um, closely with a construction lender that will be closing concurrently with the pace that's really important not only from the consent but from the um, drawn disbursement integrated schedule that needs to be put in place prior to close. Where right. we're seeing these, these deals getting done generally is the senior kind of attaching at a 40 to 50% of cost and yep. then pace mm -hmm. coming in to 65, 70, in some cases, 75%, but it's kind of that six, you could call it 65 to 75. So and your blended got, cost of capital to 75% might be something like, so for plus 400, 450, mm -hmm. whereas, you know, if you had a- And are you fixed rate on the construction or floating? Uh, we're fixed. So you're fixed while the other lender's floating. So yeah, it's at least, you know, you don't have to buy a rate cap for yeah. that money. And yeah. if you get that done, yeah. you know, maybe it works. maybe it's 100, 150 basis point spread to where a- uh, A SOFR non-recourse. SOFR non-recourse or, a, or a, a senior bank plus MES prep yeah. lended whack would be so uh, two other um kind of structural uh, points yeah we can typically build in two years of capitalized interest so yep. those payments are, are covered and then you know five plus years of interest only um you know uh, additionally okay so let's talk about size deal size really quick here uh what 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 works with pace 
Uh, I know every pace group is different. What works for you guys a little bit? Yeah, um, so that. yeah, so from a minimum kind of standpoint, four to five million on the on the the small side, um, and really no upside. I would say the majority of the transactions that that are in our pipeline right now fall between uh, ten and sixty, seventy million. Yeah, and that's a trend that the industry is seeing is is yeah. much larger transactions. Um, and what we we typically will do is is take a budget and we will go through and create a pay schedule of values identifying all the hard and soft costs that are pace eligible and then that's kind of will size off of that um and here in california typically you could go up to 30 percent of uh stabilized value from a pace perspective as long as those eligible measures um you know can can kind of fill that that bucket what's your uh Give us your like quick prediction on 10 years where like you've been in this industry for 10 years as we kind of wrap up this um, this chat here. You've, you've been in it since inception for 10 years. I'm assuming it's sort of one of those asymptotic rides that we're on here where everyone started to figure it out. And now it seems like there's market adoption, et cetera. Critical mass in the in the mar in, in awareness. It's no longer an out of the box you know thing to ask for right I've really seen yeah. the education ramp up so so where are we at in 10 years like what are you for more on? territory yeah yeah is it more states adopting is that yeah the, no that's a that's that's a great question so crystal balling it um yeah i think that you know all 50 states uh will have adopted some form of cpace uh, canada is looking to um to launch oh, their own equivalent and um, there's some uh, Australia and, and a couple of European countries. So we see it kind of spreading outside of the US. And, uh, and I think it's um, gonna look very much like there's senior debt, there's CPACE, there's PREF equity, there's MEZ. So it's just gonna right. be another tool in the capital, you know, right. quiver to, uh, so, to look so at. It took, it, took five, it took 10 years to get $5 billion of PACE originated. You guys just did $172 million PACE deal i mean that one in one, in month, one yeah. deal yeah you know if you just take that that's four percent of all the pace originated in a single transaction mm -hmm. doing quick head math here so you know are we going to see in 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 five years here you know five ten billion dollars a year of pace originated is that reasonable i mean i think that's reasonable you know looking five years out you know north of uh 10 billion a year and and growing you know some yep. people have have likened it to uh the you know the the growth of cmbs where it kind of bounced around and kind of kind of went up but um yeah i think uh definitely north of 10 billion a year in five years cool well well we're glad that we had you on here today and you know um uh we appreciate you joining us and thank you. Uh, hopefully we can find some deals to do together. Absolutely. So again, Fantastic. this is Chris Robbins of Green Rock. We'll 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 link you in the, the description and all that. Um, don't forget to sign up for our newsletter. FinFax comes out weekly. Mr. David here writes a great column. <laughs> We're writing one today. We're writing one today. Diamond about it. Busy day. Yes. So FinFax goes out every week. Sign up at gspartners.com. You can also get links to the landscape, this podcast there again at gspartners.com. So thanks, Chris. Thank Great. you. Great. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thanks. We'll see you. All right.